Queen. This is Meg Bertel Brown and your host of the All Things Pageantry podcast. I have been in pageantry since I was 14 years old. I am a previous national title holder, the current Mrs. Texas Petite, owner of and pageant coach with the Crown Academy, and now a pageant podcaster. In this podcast, I will provide you with tips on how to step up your A game as a pageant contestant, share amazing pageant stories from my sister queens, and keep you updated on all the latest pageant buzz. So come on and let's dive into all things pageantry. Well, hello, everyone. This is your host, Meg Bertel Brown, and this is All Things Pageantry Podcast. And this is our first episode, y'all. Yay! So, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you were able to tune in today. At the time of this recording, it is Memorial Day weekend, and I am home obviously recording this podcast because my husband is unfortunately working. He is on call this weekend, so he is out working and I am here also working. (laughs) Um, Hopefully we'll get out, um, hopefully on the boat or get, you know, get outside sometime this weekend. So a little bit about me. I currently live in Beaumont, Texas. However, I grew up in Pennsylvania and of course was born in Lima, Peru. My husband and I just took a trip down to Peru a couple of months ago, and it was so nice. We had so much fun. We did adventurous stuff, and we did some chilled stuff, and of course, we visited my family. So it was such a nice and relaxing vacation, and I hope to do one, you know, go back to Peru in a couple of years. So. My husband and I met on a social media platform. We met and started DMing each other. We met, actually been face-to-face, maybe a month after we were conversing via Messenger and then was engaged five months after that and married three months after that. So it was a quick romance um, to marriage, to happily ever after, but you know when you know, you know. And he has been very supportive of my pageant journey. He doesn't always get all the vocab and meanings of things, but you know what? He's there cheering me on. So that really is all that matters. Anyway, so like I said in my intro, I am the current Mrs. Texas Petite. I won my crown this past October in San Antonio, and I have been preparing for nationals since that time. Uh, and the Nationals will be in August in Milwaukee. So I don't know, maybe a lot of or some of the podcasts will be focused on pageant prep and the road to Nationals. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Means beauty, <laughs> which I think is hilarious because it's such an ugly word. <laughs> it's such a weird word to say to mean beauty. But anyway, so this, but it was called the pageant of pulchritude that occurred at the turn of the century 
maybe early 1910, 1920s, where this pageant was held on Galveston Beach. Now, if you are familiar with Texas or familiar with the beaches of Texas, you know Galveston is an island off of, obviously, the coast of Texas. And um, it's such a fun, Victorian-esque type island. And so they had these pageants there back in the day where all the beautiful women came out in their, you know, 1920s, 19, turn of the century bathing suits and, and just, uh, you know, posed and, and did their thing, walked on the walkway um, at this pageant. And it wasn't just locals or Texans participating in this, women from all over the world. I think I saw a picture of a woman from Romania, maybe, or Maybe it wasn't Romania, but something just, there were so many international women in this pageant, which from what I've read led to the Miss Universe pageant. So anyway, um, I got back into pageant, like, pageantry, like I said, 15, 10 to 15 years ago, um, mainly because Galveston had been devastated by Hurricane, Hurricane Ike, I believe, and it just really tore off off. It just really plowed through all of the island. Everyone, I mean, even beyond like, you know, the Houston area was just so devastated from this hurricane that it really took years for Galveston tourism to get back. But one of the ways that they wanted to promote tourism and bring people back to the island was to hold this beach review pageant, which was similar or, you know, which way they were kind of bringing back the tradition of the pageant of culture. So the Galveston Island Beach Review was a pageant that was held in May, the beginning of summer, and they had contestants compete in either, uh, you know, authentic vintage bathing suits or vintage inspired, or they could be handmade into a nice vintage a swimsuit and the styles could come you know from the turn of the century 40s 50s 60s and even 80s so this was a very laid back fun you just come the day of there's no talking there's no talent there's no interview you just come ready hair done makeup done suit on all your accessories every all you know all the things that you want to make your swimsuit amazing um you just come the day of they do a walk through on stage and then bam it's there so this event was huge and it has grown since it started which was over 10 years ago um so that's how i got my restart back into pageantry as an adult. So I did that, had so much fun, did it for about 10 to 11 years. Um, and I, you know, I still go back down as a audience member of uh, the Beach Review because it just brings so much, so many good memories for me. And actually there I met this woman named Susan Hefner. Hey, Susan, if you're listening. And we were just talking and she had been in, um, you know, pageants that weren't like the beach review, you know, been in, been in other pageant systems. And we were talking about it and I was telling her that, you know, I was in pageantry when I was younger and I've been wanting to get back into it. And she's like, well, here, here's this pageant that I'm in or the system that I'm in. I'll give you, or give me your info and I'll pass it along. And, um, 
I did. So I got in touch with the lady, we got connected, and I became a, oh, I forget the title. <laughs> the, my first title was very long, and I have this like Miss Lone Star State Petite something or other. Um, anyway, so that was my title that I was given to enter the national pageant of United America. So United America was the system. And that was my title. So I was prepping. I was so nervous because I'm like, I haven't done this in over 20 years. What am I doing? Um, Anyway, so I hired a coach, a local coach around here. Um, We took classes, did walking, you know, all the shebang. And I was really nervous. I had, like I said, I felt like I had no idea what I was doing. Anyway, um, went to the pageant, had so much fun. And this um, United America, which unfortunately is no longer in existence, United America did have different age categories, age levels. So they had preteen, teen, miss, um, Mrs., um, Ms., which that's what I was, my section or my age or category was, and then elite. I believe. Um, And the cool thing was they did have a talent option. So of course I sang and I had so much fun doing that. But so, you know, I did my best, had fun, and I came away with a national crown. So I was Ms. United America Petite, because if you know me, I'm 5'2". I'm petite. (laughs) So, um, and then, and then COVID hit. So I held that title for two years in a row. And then unfortunately, um, like I said, the United America pageant system um, closed and uh, it's no more in existence, which was really, really sad because I really loved that system. And I really wanted to um, not just continue to to compete in it, but support it, be a volunteer, whatnot. So anyway, um, then I found the Petite USA or the Petite USA system. And I love it. I love it. It just, it's such a great system, especially if you're a shorty short girl like me. Um, all contestants are five, six and below. And it really just, you know, wants to emphasize that great things come in little packages too. You don't have to be 5'10", 5'11", 5'12". Um, even though women who are that tall are gorgeous. They got legs for miles. Um, my legs are just um, not that. <laughs> so I've also started a patching coaching service for mainly the local girls around here because there are so many pageant systems in Southeast Texas and in Southwest Louisiana. I mean, it's just part of the natural, uh, the 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 community fabric of <laughs> of the South of this this region. You know, there's pageant for everything, but um, you know, it's 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 really fun to watch the girls get all dressed up and 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 you know, walk the walk and talk the talk. And so, um, yeah, I've had a couple of girls approach me or their moms approach me, and we kind of worked on um, stage presence. Uh, walking on stage, introductions. So I'm like, you know, I love doing this stuff. Let's kind of continue it and 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 have a you know have a serious pageant pageant coaching business. So yeah, so my coaching business is called the Crown Academy. 
my goal for this podcast is to, just like the title says, share all things pageantry, talk to my pageant sisters, not just in the petite system, but, in, but outside in other systems, talk to local pageant directors, because I know they've got a lot of, um, you know, important goals to set for these girls to be inspired and motivated to be the best that they can be. And talk to even pageant families because this typically isn't just an isolated event for one person. This affects the whole family. So, and you know, I I know some mommy and and daughter um, pageant duos. So it really truly is a family affair. And I'd also like to explore talking to even pageants for boys. I find that so awesome. And I don't see too many. I don't know what the you know what the current status is of of um, boy pageants, but um, I really would like to talk to, talk more about that. And and because I you know for me pageantry is more uh, more than just being pretty on stage and walking beautifully and being graceful. I mean it's all of that, yes, but it's also about enhancing your best self finding your positives, finding your assets, and just uh, amplifying them. And or, and or finding maybe your not so strong points in your personality or in how you do things, and then work, work towards them to be better, to be improved, to be where you want to be. So it really is like a self-enhancing activity that um, you just happen to wear beautiful clothes, happen to have beautiful makeup and hair and be graceful on stage. <laughs> so it is it is really and truly a self-discovery journey, which results in self-improvement. So um, yeah, and I feel like that should be available to, um, to everyone. So that's... That's a long, long, short version of, for me, what All Things Pageantry stands for. All right. So this was the first episode of All Things Pageantry. I am so excited for this season. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that I won't disappoint you in my upcoming episodes because it you know it'll be a mix of solo shows with guests on um, maybe more emphasis with the guests than the solo shows, <laughs> but um, who knows? I mean, there's so much going on in the pageantry world, especially in the Texas area, that I will keep you guys abreast. And if you have any comments or questions or maybe even episode ideas, please, please, please forward them to me and I will get on it. So hope you guys have a wonderful and safe Memorial Weekend. And we'll see you soon on the next episode of All Things Pageantry.